Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, um, you may have heard that the price of a pint, certainly in the uh, Guinness portfolio, is increasing by four cent uh, today. Uh, that includes, obviously, uh, Guinness. Beers like Carlsberg and Rockshore will all go up by uh, four cent. Now, that might not seem like much, but it's just six months after the company uh, put a 12 cent hike um, back in February. Now, publicans say that this could be the tipping point for the uh, industry. And we want to find out what impact uh, this will have on businesses, what impact it will have on you as a consumer, whether or not it will curtail the amount of times you might visit your uh, local. And does four cent really make that much difference? Our number is 087-1400-106. You can call us. That's our WhatsApp number. Uh, you can call us on 1800-453-106. Um, Bernard uh, is on the line uh, from Dublin. Bernard, good afternoon and welcome to News Talk. Hi, Adrian. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, Bernard. Uh, four cents on uh, the pint in the uh, Diageo portfolio. What do you think of this? Well, I doubt very much if it's going to be four cents. Oh, really? Why? Uh, well, the last increase was supposed to be 12 cents. My local went from 5.90 to 6.40, Ooh. which is 50 cents. Right. And I can't see a pub come from 6.40 to 6.44. So you're no, anticipating it'll be 10 then... Cent or it'll be 20 cents. Okay, so you're you anticipating know, then the price in your local will uh, possibly go up to 660. Could do, yeah. Could do. Now, it won't be 4 cents, for sure. Okay, <laughs> right, okay. So you, you fear that this uh, increase is an excuse for publicans to uh, top it up another little bit? Well, definitely the last one was. That, you know, that was very significant, cent, yeah. Plus that went up by 50 cents. And it wasn't only in the pub I drink in. I know loads of other places kind of rounded their prices up by a lot more than 12 cents. Mm. Let me ask you then uh, about price and how price sensitive uh, you are. A lot of us might go out for a night and we'll have a couple of pints and we don't pay, at least we didn't pay much attention to how much we were paying. Do you think people are now paying attention to exactly what they're, they're paying for? Yes, but, you know, generally I go out with my friends. After four of us, we go out once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and after the last increase, I said to my wife, I said to Nora, I said, I'm thinking of moving to another pub. He's putting her up by 50 cents. And she said, well, how many points do you have? And I said, well, four points. They said, you're going to move to another pub to save two euro. So... We have to, we're stuck with the pub. <laughs> right, okay. No, and she, like she, makes a, she makes no, a fair I mean, point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to move somewhere else. But I'm wondering, I've always thought where it comes to uh, the price of a pint, where the cutoff. For example, I was in, I found myself in a bar in Dublin city centre a year ago and uh, ordered a pint, ended up paying 780 for the pint and vowed to never go inside the door of the place again. And I haven't been inside the door of the place. No, exactly. So uh, I'm wondering where that tipping point is, because some in the industry are describing this increase as a possible tipping point. Where do you draw the line in terms of of price? I I would definitely draw the line at seven euro. There's no way. I I wouldn't go near a place that was selling Guinness for four euro or seven euro. Mm. Not a chance. No, you're not far from it, though. No, we're not far from it. So 
maybe by the end of the year, we'll be looking for somewhere else. Now, there is plenty of places in Dublin you can go and you can still get a point for €5, Euro, 5.20, 5.35, you know. There's plenty of places. Mm. But I just particularly happen to like this particular pub. And, but that's the only reason I'm still going there. Right. Well, I mean, that's. A, I mean, that, in I fairness, that's an advertisement for the pub itself that you're prepared to pay the extra price because you like the premises, and that's what you're paying for when you go out to a pub. Yeah, and it's never quiet. <laughs> well, there you go. So, so that so them uh, lobbing on that increase hasn't really made much difference to their trade. Uh, no, it really hasn't. It's okay, but doing it, it, really, if, really well. if it went if anywhere it went near or approaching seven euro, well, that's you done. We'd have to have a we'd have to have a sit down meeting and discuss what <laughs> Okay, stay <laughs> there for a second. Okay, so seven euros your cut off point. That's basically what I'm hearing. Stay there for a second if you can, please, uh, Bernard. Uh, John is on the line from uh, Harney's Final Furlong Pub. That's a mouthful uh, in Tipperary. How are you, John? You there, John? Oh, are you there now, Sorry. John? Yep. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Good. Good to talk to you, John. Um, John, I understand that you won't be upping prices. No, we're we're a fiver at the moment for a pint of Guinness. Oh, and, hang uh, on, let Bernard know he'll hop in his car and he'll be straight down. Yeah, <laughs> when he was mentioning seven pounds, seven euros, I had a big smile on my face. But we're a fiver, and uh, that would include the full Sky Sports packages, live music at the weekend. So we offer there's variables in it, like. The, if you have a bounce run, he's costing you 150 a night, or you have two bounces, that's 300 a night. That would have to come into your costing of your beer. But uh, we're a village pub, and where we're in a spot of bother is most of my customers, like I probably had 50 people in for the match yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'd know every one of those, and I'd know all their families, and we get 21st, and we get 18th, and we get uh, after weddings, we get funerals. But they feel a little bit cheated by this thing that's going on, this price increases the whole time. The last time was the Ukraine war, and everybody accepted ESB, diesel, everything went up. But this time, like, they need to increase their costs again. And the fear I have is if publicans just keep increasing the costs the whole time, at the end of the day, the punter who's coming in paying for it will have enough. And, I, and think I, I, I do think, and that's why I was pushing uh, Bernard a second ago, I do think everybody has a certain cut-off point where they think it is not worth my while, I'd be better off buying a few cans and having them at home. It, it, there is that tipping point, isn't there? There's, there's no doubt about that, but you see, we'll say if, you're, if I'm up in Dublin, I expect to pay way more for a pint than I do in the village that I'm in. So, you, like, my, my customers, when they go to Dublin, will come back and say, you won't believe what I paid for a pint. Mm. But if I had the pint at that price, they wouldn't come into me. There's no question about that. Okay, because so it's a different type of market. The rural—I don't want to get into this rural divide, you know, city rural divide. But it is a different market. Shops are different. The whole setup is different. Everybody knows everybody. You go into a pub in Dublin. I don't know the barman. He'll charge me whatever. I look at my receipt and mm. I feel I'm mugged. Uh, but that's it. He'll never see me again, or maybe he will. You know, I don't have any tourists passing in my... If you saw 40 tourists in my pub, the bus is broken down outside right, my okay. door. That's the chance <laughs> I have to get some tourists. Okay, so all of so, your all of your custom uh, are locals and uh, they would not take it well if you were to start increasing prices to anything close to Dublin levels. No, you couldn't. You couldn't do it. But, like, I, if an increase comes again, I'll have no choice but to take it. But 
for the sake of the five cents, including that, it will affect my margin because what publicans are saying is to hold their margin, they have to put the margin on the extra increase mm-hmm. or else their margin drops. That's basic mathematics. Okay, so, so, so you sticking with your five euro pint is going to cost you some money, but you believe the benefit outweighs the disadvantage in terms of keeping your customers happy. That's it. I just want to, I, we have to, the publicans are going to have to pay a price at some stage in this instead of just lobbing it onto the customer. And I think that might slow all this down. Like there's some guy in Guinness decides to put it up four cents. Sure, he's going to keep doing it as long as... The he co- gets away with it, Jim. He gets away with it. But people are going to have to make decisions and they're going to have to vote with their feet. They're going to have to make a choice when they go into the pub that they drink who's the best value, is it Heineken or whatever, and whoever puts up their price maybe change to another brand for a month. Uh, do you notice people doing that? Do you notice people, because I, uh, uh, for, speaking for myself, I have noticed that I've changed brands because some brands are significantly cheaper than others. Well, definitely, the, we're five fifty for a pint of Heineken. And definitely, uh, the last Heineken increase, a lot of people changed to Guinness. Mm. A lot of people, there's no question in my mind about that. Um, young people changed to Guinness that would normally have been core drinkers. They all went off to Guinness, but unfortunately a lot of young people are going to Australia at the moment, so that's having an impact as well. Okay, stay with me for one second, uh, John. But anyway, Harney's uh, final furlong pub in Tipperary not increasing the uh, price of the pint. It'll still be uh, a fiver. Uh, And like you said, uh, John, I know an awful lot of people uh, listening to us, particularly in uh, Dublin, are going, oh my God, I remember the days when a pint was a fiver. I was only a teenager. It was that long ago uh, in Dublin. John uh, Clendenon is the owner of Giltraff's Pub in uh, Kennedy and the VFI's Vice President. Um, John, what impact do you think that this four cent or five cent, including VAT, um, increase have on, on, on the business? Yeah, look, Adrian, I think it's very hard to, to, to say straight off what the impact is going to be. But I, I think, you know, listening to John there in the final furlong and, you know, listen, even speaking to some of our, our, our own customers, this is a, it's a difficult decision to make for, for uh, publicans up and down the country. And, and, you know, Bernard spoke about his tipping point being seven euro. John is at five. The average mm. for a price of a pint of Guinness is around 560. Uh, so, you know, the majority of, of pubs across the country are probably below that that average and and have a bit to get to go to it. But I would say you know we've had a very tough time over the last few years with, with COVID. You know we were first hit, we were hardest hit, and we were longest impacted uh, in relation to, to the pandemic. And and really since we came out of it, and I know you know previous speakers have said this, the Ukraine war has been used as an excuse and whatever else. But I think one of the things that every publican has had to do is change their offering in order to be attractive and appealing to customers and, and wanting to, to having them to want to come into their pub. Uh, and that goes beyond just having a pint in a clean glass. It's about a lot and lot more. Uh, and really, a lot of the members of the Vintners Federation of Ireland, including myself, have seen those expenses rise over that period of time, whether it be putting on entertainment, you know, whether it be in introducing food and the capital costs involved with this uh, and that. And, 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 and it is really a diversification. And that comes with a cost that has eroded margin. So really, where we're at now with this further increase is a juncture where you decide whether you want to absorb it and you can afford to do so mm-hmm. uh, based on your, your business model 
or, or pass it on. And that's a very difficult decision um, for every publican to make, no doubt about it. OK, I was reading a, an article earlier on about this and uh, the headline was Price of Pints Sent to Increase as Pubs Warn of, of Tipping Point. Are we at that tip? We heard from our first caller there that he, in his own head, has a has a tipping point that would stop him going to uh, the pub. Do you believe that people generally have a point? They may not even know it, but where they will say, like I gave the example of, of a pub, I'll never darken the door of the place again because I felt I was ripped off. Do we all have that level that we say enough is enough? I'll stay at home. There's always going to be price sensitivity, Adrian. There's no doubt about about that. But I think, you know, you have to be conscious as well that the consumer trends have changed. If you look at a pub 25 years ago, it specialised in serving a pint uh, and, and a few other drinks. And, mm. and, you know, it was probably limited. But that was the scale of what we offered. The diversification and the innovation that we've seen since since then, and particularly over, over the last number of years of COVID, you know, we're no longer looking at just serving pints or serving drinks that you know the, the range and selection has 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 been extensive uh, and we're competing for people's hard-earned disposable income whether it be you know the gym membership the subscription to uh tv entertainment or, or, or the holiday and the uh, the sun uh so really in terms of what we're offering it has to have an appeal we're we're we're, we're competing you know, not just with the publican up the road or down the road, but the publican and, and the cost of health all as such. Uh, and, and for that regard, I, I do believe that there is obviously always going to be an element of, of price sensitivity. Um, but you have to balance that with what the product offering is now. And I think with the advent of social media, people are seeing trends, you know, at basically the click of a finger from all parts of, and corners of the world. Uh, and they expect that to be replicated uh, in the Irish hospitality sector. And, 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 and that's it, it the challenge stri- that we have. Yeah, it strikes me uh, from from my vantage point that the uh, the bars that are succeeding now uh, or, you know, surviving are ones that are diversifying somewhat in terms of uh, giving people a reason to go to the pub rather than just sit at the bar having a pint yeah, in terms of entertainment or whatever. 100%. And I suppose, you know, from my personal perspective, you know, it, it, it is always a challenge uh, to increase prices across any drinks range. Um, but I think, you know, we have to be mindful of the fact, too, that, you know, in, in my personal circumstances, if I want to keep reinvesting in my business, if I want to keep bringing new initiatives that will attract customers, uh, and if I want to ensure that, you know, we continue to offer uh, a good um, customer experience, well, then I have to invest in all sorts of aspects uh, of of the workings of the business, whether mm. it be you know training, whether it be you know maintenance, upkeep, um, you know putting on entertainment, and all that comes at a cost. And and there's only so much that any publican can continue to absorb in terms of margin uh, to make that happen. And and that's where the difficult decisions come into play. Stay with me for a second, John, if you uh, can, please. Let me read some of your messages that are coming in to us. Uh, you think that's bad? Four cent on the pint? Our local has put up the cost of a pint by 20 cent. It is now 6.20, and that was a fortnight ago. We haven't been there since and won't be there again for a very long time, if ever, says Mary. Thank you, Mary. So Mary definitely has a, a tipping point. Uh, I think it should increase, says this message, by another five euro. We're a nation of alcoholics. 
That's one way to kill an entire uh, sector of our economy, increase the price of a pint by a fiver. Um, It's the older men on their own that I feel sorry for. It's their only social outlet and they're being outpriced. My uncle is in his 80s and lives on his own. He goes down for a few pints every evening and now he's worried about if he'll still be able to go. Paul is uh, on the line and listening to us in Spain. Paul, good afternoon and welcome to News Talk. Good afternoon, Adrian. How are you keeping? Good, thanks. Why did you get in touch with us, uh, Paul, from Spain? Yeah, I was just listening to the show there this morning, and um, I just came out of an Irish bar last night, and we're charging, you know, similar prices to Dublin, um, but yet there's nobody in the in the place where it's all moved to the other bars. Oh, right. So, a particular bar, which shall remain nameless, is charging Dublin prices um, in Spain. Yeah, and the Irish bars, and there's no one in the Madrid, and um, people just going to the English bars or just staying in the restaurants and drinking there after them. Now, without, na- without naming the bars, what resort are you talking about? Uh, it's in Alcudia in uh, Mallorca. Okay, Alcudia in Mallorca. And the Irish bars are. Ch- you see, one of the things we always expect when we go to Spain on our holidays is to pay a little bit less for a drink no matter where you go. But you're saying that these Irish bars are outpricing themselves by trying to be too Irish. Yeah, like, I remember back in maybe 15 years ago, you would have had music on, but that, that's gone by the wayside now. It's, it's, just, it's gone in uh, and you're paying premium prices just to have a drink. And uh, uh, But what they're doing is, is killing their own business, is it? Basically, yeah. Um, I, I saw about six customers in maybe two, two and a half hours that had bought a drink. Wow, okay. Uh, right. That's, uh, that's not good business. So uh, the price of a pint is what, five fifty, six euro? Yeah, you're getting... The uh, imported beers you're paying six euro. Um, you can get local beers in most pubs for maybe three three fifty. Okay, but they, but uh, beers that we would traditionally drink here in Ireland are between five fifty and six euro. Yeah, in the Irish bars. In yeah, the Irish bars, you right? Get them considerably less, you know, in in other establishments in the area. So, and people are voting with their feet. You're saying that uh, they're they're just not going in. They are pretty much so. Um, you might go in for one or two, and like I passed three Irish bars in Central Alcudia, and I think there's more than no more than maybe seven or eight people in each of them. Wow. Okay, I know a lot of people uh, visit Irish bars when they're on holidays for uh, you know a sense of home. But the one sense of home that you don't want is Irish pub prices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think the model's broken back home. Um, you know, the days are going now for you know several points at the lads and getting rounds in. That's that's long gone. It's interesting, yeah. actually, you say that. I noticed, uh, I was I was in a, an establishment the other night and I noticed a group of young people, uh, I would say 22, 23, all huddled around two pints. There was about six of them and two pints on the, or two drinks on the table. The rest of them were drinking water. That's not uh, sustainable for business in the long term. Sure it's not? No, absolutely not, no. Um, I, I don't know what the future holds. So I, a couple of friends of mine are, are barmen in Dublin, one in Calair, but... Um, I wouldn't like to be working in that industry. Um, it's volatile, and I, I don't think it's the you know future for it. Good to talk to you. Uh, are you there on holidays, or you do you live there? I'm yeah, indeed. Yeah. Enjoy, yeah. enjoy the holiday and uh, search, oh, search around for a cheaper beer. Good to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed. Um, a few more of your messages. Uh, Dublin is uh, the only city where our local beer is the most expensive. I'm assuming you're talking about Guinness. Uh, I lived in New York City for 20 years and Brooklyn Lager is the cheapest beer. I now live in Malaga and Victoria Malaga is €3 a pint and it's a great beer. 
And by the way, uh, Guinness is five euro a pint here. So it's cheaper there than it is in most uh, bars within a stone's throw of James's Gate Brewery, I think is the point that uh, is being made. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. And this is Adrian Kennedy in for Andrea this Monday afternoon. I hope you're enjoying the programme. Uh, Diageo is increasing the pint, the price of its stout and other beer products by four cent a pint from uh, today, just six months after a 12 cent hike back in February. Publicans say that this could be the tipping point for the industry. And we're trying to find out where your tipping point is. Where or at what point would you say to yourself, that's it? I'm done with the pub and uh, I'll, I'll stay at home. Um, this message says, there is no tipping point for most Irish, unfortunately. We just put up and shut up and complain in the pub about our overpriced pint and how expensive uh, it is. And another great message, uh, the tipping point for drink prices won't happen. I said, when it hit a pound, I was giving it up. I'm now paying six euro a pint, says Ray in uh, Kerry. Keep your messages coming in 087-1400-106. That's our WhatsApp number. Um, you can send us a message for free. Stephen is on the line in uh, Offaly. Stephen, good afternoon and welcome to News Talk. Adrian, how are you? You are? I'm good, thanks, Stephen. Um, why did you get in touch with us? Uh, well, just I was listening in the car there to the talk about the you know the price of the pint going up for um, what a better word, but like. Uh, if you try being a non-drinker or, in, or you know, someone who doesn't drink you know, mm. the alcohol beverages in a pub um, like the pint of uh, a pint of most minerals is between 6 and 7 euro you know, across the board um, because they charge you the full rate for the the two you know, bottles that they put into the into the in thing and in some pubs if you're drinking Coca-Cola you only get the little small 200 ml bottles yeah so it doesn't and even make a pint if you get two of them this is it mm-hmm. and then if you uh if you're very unlucky, you land up into a pub where they pour them out of that um, those nozzle things they have at the bar, like a like a tap kind of effort, and you're basically just getting soda water, and they're still charging you the seven euro for the pint. I've always wondered, as regards you know people who are non-drinkers, as you said, uh, and I understand, for example, the zero zero beers actually cost more to uh, produce, but I, I I would love to see a situation where. The state maybe subsidizes the zero zero beers to try and encourage more people to um, to drink them, uh, make our roads safer because more people are um, designated drivers. Um, because there is no incentive to drink a zero zero beer, certainly price wise. No, definitely not. No, no, I, I've, I haven't tasted any of them either, to be honest with you. But uh, no, I'd an awful sweet tooth like, it, and I would uh, if I was heading out with the lads or anything like that, I would drink uh, minerals. But they're they're shocking expensive. Like the, I think the best value you can get really is uh, Lucasade because that's you know the the bigger bottles and they t- it tends to be cheaper in most places mm. as well the pub size bottles. But um, if, you're, if you're not, it certainly they certainly wouldn't encourage you to be a non-drinker or kind of to be the designated driver on a night out. Like no, that's what yeah, and that's the point that I was I was making. And so as regards being a a, a non-drinker, you won't be affected by Diageo increasing the price, but the price that you're paying is way over the price people are paying for a pint anyway. Well, so, yeah, it's, it's uh, shocking expensive. And always has been, really. Like, I mean, I suppose I'm 42 now. Like, so, I mean, even back when I was 18, 19, 20, heading out, like, minerals were always a lot more expensive than, you know, the pints that the lads were having. Like, and I kind of would have stayed my own that way, you know, in the round system, because 
like you're you're putting like you know, yours like mine would be the regularly the most expensive uh, mm. drink in the round like which seems bizarre well, we, yes, it seems ridiculous yeah. for what is basically flavoured sugary water at the end of the day. <laughs> Stay with me for a second, uh, Stephen. Let me go to Pat, who's on the line uh, in Clare. And Pat, you manage uh, a pub in, in what part of County Clare? You there, Pat? Yeah, I am. Can you hear me? Yes, go on. Uh, where, yeah. Whereabouts in Clare are you? I'm down in Doolan. In Doolan, my favourite part yeah. of, of County Clare, I have to say. So tell me, uh, Pat, four cents on a pint, will you be passing it on to your customers? Uh, well, we'll hold off on this one until the end of the season, like, but it's only a few weeks away anyhow, so it's, it won't affect... See, we, we, we are completely different from 90% of other pubs in that we're a tourist-based pub. We rely on a huge uh, tourist trade, so... To be honest, people coming in from America and Italy and places like that, they don't see the price of a pint that's five twenty to twelve to what we charge. They see that as quite cheap. Like if they're coming from America or anywhere like that, or France or anywhere like that, our prices are quite uh, quite very competitive. Mm. But as the Irish trade is practically zero, practically zero, it's a it's a tourist trade now, really. And as a matter of as a matter of interest, and it would be as a tourist that I've been in uh, Doolan on many occasions. But as a matter of interest, what happens then during the winter months? Do you shut up shop, or do you trade just on a much smaller level? We, we cut back. We come, cut back by about seventy percent. We cut back staff wise, menu wise, everything cuts back. Okay, so you, you open the door, but at, at much reduced service. Much reduced service, and like we we don't we only have music four nights a week instead of seven nights a week. That kind of stuff, like right. Okay, so this four cent uh, increase, um, what that that will have no impact this season. No, it won't have any impact this season. It's next season, and it'll probably like I know you're saying that Diageo over at four cents. Like no one's going to go put it up four cents because the, the banking costs are bringing in change and all that. It just it's just not there for, for a lot of people. As I said, like it doesn't affect us really, but uh, it, it won't go up four cents. It'll go up ten cent. And that's what I one of our it. first callers said earlier on that it it won't be um, that small increase. Uh, it will be rounded off at a higher figure. Absolutely, it, it will be. It'll go up ten cent in, in I'd say one hundred percent of pubs. We'll put it up ten cent. Do you okay? You were saying that for your business, for your particular business, uh, tourists yeah. visiting would see the price that you're selling uh, drink at as uh, fairly competitive compared to where yeah. they've come from, uh, exactly. and, that, and and that's fine. Do you think though, with with Irish consumers, and I know what you said that uh, the majority of your uh, consumers during the the summer months will be uh, from abroad. Is there a tipping point though with uh, with us Irish where it comes to price sensitivity over beer? It's 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 there. It's there already. You you can see it now. There's no Irish people around at all because Irish people are are absolutely at their wit's end with the price of electricity, with the cost, price of fuel, with the mortgages going up, and now you're back into back to school time again. Now, like the money is not there. The the it, the people that are going out drinking now are are what we call the hardcore drinkers. You don't have the people coming out now. The social drinkers are gone. You still have your 18 to 21 year olds who are coming out for their, their social life, but as after that, as they get older, they're getting fewer and far between. Mm. Okay, it, so it, it, so the the days of of just heading to the pub for a couple of beers um, are are coming to an end. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And as I said, we we depend on the tourist trade, which is completely different than ninety percent of other pubs, but. 
I, I, like when I do travel around the country, like it's just, it's heartbreaking to see the way it's gone. There's, like, there's a lot of local pubs out there opening for three, four hours a day. They open at six o'clock and they're closed by 10, 11 o'clock at night. Like, it's just, it's just not there for them now. It's just not there. Mm. And, yeah, and one of the things I said earlier on that from 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 where I sit, the bars that seem to be doing uh, better business are the ones that are making an effort in terms of putting on something to attract people in the door, like you with your uh, your music seven nights a week during the summer. I'm not talking about necessarily having music on seven nights a week uh, in the average yeah. pub, but at least making an effort at, on weekend nights to put on something. Exactly. You need to be doing something. You need to put in having table quizzes. You need to be having race nights. You need to be doing something and get involved in a local sports club of some description. Get them coming in for a fundraiser or that kind of stuff. Like that's that's the only way you're going to survive. You have to you have to you have to spend money to make money. Mm, absolutely. All right. That's Stay with me for one second, uh, Pat. So, just finally, when does your season in Doolan start wrapping up? Uh, normally, just around the end of November. Well, the end of November. You get that long out of it. Oh, we do, yeah. Oh, right. We go from uh, our season starts the, f- the last week in February when we have the Russell Festival and it goes all the way through to the end of November. Oh, right. It's a it's a longer season than I would have expected now, to be honest. Um, so, it it, is, uh, yeah. so it's just the the, the three months of, of winter that uh, is the quiet time. That's it, yeah. But you need that to recuperate. <laughs> the body, the body needs that. All right, I'll, I'll try and get down to Doolan now before uh, <laughs> before November. Stay with me for a second, if you can, please, uh, Pat. And uh, Sean joins us on the line, and in fact. It's something that I've noticed over the last few days and uh, something completely different that you want to talk about, Sean, and that is the price of fuel. Um, thanks, Adrian. Um, I was listening to the programme, obviously, in regard to the price of drink, but where I live, um, the price of well, diesel is what I use, so I see the first price on the top of the price list is diesel, and it's gone from 153 to 169.80 in the last 10 days. I do appreciate the government have reintroduced the five cents that they took off. I, I think the total was 20 cents. And there are, yeah, and there, are there are a few more increases in. still in the pipeline to, yeah. to come. Yeah, I just I, I cannot understand. In the last week, the price of petrol has changed at my local station three times, and they're all up. Yep, and I mine, I have to say, I, I noticed it only uh, yesterday, putting fuel into the car. Uh, oh, my God, look at the yeah. price. I, I couldn't believe it, actually. We're, we're back into uh, the 170s uh, level. Yeah. And I believe, I was reading earlier on, that by the end of the year, you can expect uh, prices to be between 175 and 180. On the back of what, though? I mean... Oil, oil, oil price increases, mainly. Yeah, but this oil has been bought over the last six months. So I can't understand how prices change within a week. I've never really I've never really prices. understood fuel prices myself, how uh, they go up rapidly and they come down extremely slowly, just like electricity prices. Uh, I've never really uh, understood how the whole uh, market works. But uh, I have, like you, noticed that increase. It's very, very obvious. I, like, I know it's the old joke of the... Uh, lady goes in and but she doesn't notice because she only buys twenty euro every time she goes into the garage. But it's the sort of going in three times a week instead of two that you suddenly notice that the the price your your fuel gauge hasn't moved up mm-hmm. as much as you uh, had before. But I just, I don't understand. There doesn't seem to be any control over it, and it's something that. Uh, no, like as I said, no one seems to be talking about now because 
yeah, we st- we still have the war and we still have the implications in regard to um, world demand, etc. But and the I reason just, pre- people aren't talking about it as much is because, uh, if you recall, last year uh, prices were over two euro a litre. They were up to two twenty yeah. at one point. Um, we're a way down from from that, even with the increased prices. <laughs> so I think people are kind of um, it's, uh, counting their blessings that it's not gone up as high as two twenty again. Yeah, but it's almost a magnet, if you know what I mean. Mm. I mean, if people paid two euro last season and last year, uh, why shouldn't they be paying it again? Now, I'm a pensioner, so I notice it a bit more because my income doesn't go up in tandem with prices. And as you mentioned earlier, electricity and groceries, etc., are all being hit. But the other side, which is the income side, isn't increasing at all. Mm. So that's where I tend to notice it that much more because I'm not in a position to walk too much. So I use the car. I can't use the bus, you know? So I know there are TDs around telling us all we should be walking and should be avoiding using the car, but some of us can't do that. And uh, I I think during the week, we'll try and get an expert on the show uh, to explain to us why the prices are uh, increasing as much, because it's not all to do with the excise duty charge, because that was uh, introduced in three separate stages. We haven't had all of those yet. Uh, This is external uh, forces. We'll try and find out and get an answer to that. And in fact, uh, Chris is on the line uh, also about fuel prices. Hi, Chris. Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Go on. Thank you very much. Uh, same as uh, the gentleman was just saying there, nobody seems to be talking about this. And I've seen, you're saying they're going to go up to 180. I just passed the garage about 20 minutes ago that was 184. 184? 184. Oh, wow. I haven't, I, I, I haven't seen it at anything like that. Uh, but what I read... No, what made me send a text in, to be honest, was uh, I passed that. Now, my local garage, I watched from Saturday, went from one. Right, it is very significant, so, and again, it's not to do with the excise uh, duty charge. Yes, yeah, it's not the two euro. They said it was going to go up by two euro, and everyone just it up by four. It's the usual thing. But I uh, take your point as well. You said uh, that it, it was up at two uh, twenty last year. That's fair enough. I understand, well, and people are sort of grateful it's not at that level. But in fairness, the actual crude oil prices at the moment are far lower. And they, 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 they are far lower than they were when it was up at two twenty. But they are uh, because they're I was reading this. Air, they, they are creeping yeah. up again. But they're only uh, eighty four cents to check the market there, but it's just after four cents next to you. So they're at eighty four cents uh, eighty four dollars. Yeah, yeah. The last time they were at eighty four dollars, uh, we were being charged roughly about one forty a litre. So. Something's not right there, and I think there's a whole. I think there is a method in the madness of putting it up to two twenty because you put it up to two twenty and then you put it, bring it down, but you don't bring it down as much. So I think there's there's an agenda in there behind that to try and get it, use that to sneak it up gradually. If, if you understand my meaning. All right, we, 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 we will do our best to uh, get somebody on the show during the week to uh, explain what is going on. But it's interesting because over the weekend, the amount of people who've even just anecdotally said it to uh, to me about fuel prices, people are, are definitely starting to notice. Thanks very much, Steve, for your call, uh, Chris. A couple more messages just to wrap up on uh, drink prices. There is a tax on alcohol which keeps the price high. The price of non-alcoholic beer is hiked to meet it and maximise revenues. 
is that message. And then another message, uh, Seamus here from the Midlands, a pioneer all my life. I'm not one bit sorry for the pubs. I always found them to be a greedy lot. Six euro for a rock shandy, which is a small bottle of lemon and a small bottle of club orange. I've uh, brought good drinking people with me several times and they couldn't believe the hammering my rock shandy was getting. Thank you very much indeed for your message, Seamus. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.